Hey everybody, I'm Gretchen Zellick from Donuts and Pie Fitness and this is... Yanni Gibbons, also from Donuts and Pie Fitness. And for those of you who are not familiar with Donuts and Pie Fitness, we are a social media platform and we are doing interviews with people nationally that are experts about aging. Um, as we've done this and gone on this journey, we've realized that aging is so much more than the food and the exercise. It's about um, really modifying to your life, getting out of the box, doing things differently, and really being enthusiastic about aging. And so we've got found a lot of people that are really fitting into that information. They have a lot of information in that regard. Um, so we've got Dan Ritchie here. And he is from the Functional Aging Institute. Is I think you've created that, right? That is of your own making? So he, he created it in 2013. Right. We launched it with uh, Cody Seip, also a, another PhD. Um, they have been doing this for over 15 years where they work with older adults with a, a safe, innovative, and, and a program that really works and helps um, people over 50 uh, live their best lives. He also uh, creates uh, certification programs so that trainers can work with people over 50 uh, in a safe and productive way. And Dan is a recognized uh, personal trainer. He has uh, been awarded the, it's the uh, PFP Trainer of the Year Award. I think it was in 2014. Yep. And he, um, runs an I mean just it's an incredible program I was so excited when I met him a couple of years ago because they really are they're functional aging experts they really get it and I'm so happy you're here Dan yeah it's my pleasure love being here yeah like you said I'm the co-founder uh, with Cody Sype um, PhD really just means we piled it higher and deeper when it comes to uh, exploring all the the science and research, um, it's sort of funny when I think, hey, I got a PhD in gym class, right? So uh, that's really what kinesiology is, right? Study human movement. So, um, but yeah, we specialize in training trainers, uh, how to train the mature client and train them for maximal functional ability and a functional longevity. Great, so what should a functional aging uh, routine, training routine look like for somebody over 50? Well, that's a tough question to answer, right? Because everyone over 50 has a different goal, right? So, you know, if Annie said, hey, I want to run a marathon, and you said, I want to enter a powerlifting competition, your training sessions aren't going to look the same, right? They're definitely going to look different. So, so it is very individualized. Um, but even with that said, you know, we like to say there are six core domains of human function that everybody needs, regardless of what your goals are. We all have to do basic things, right? We got to get out of bed. We got to go to the bathroom. We got to bathe ourselves. We got to carry the groceries in and out. We got to walk our dog. We've got to do basic living things, right? And so, so we say we got to be training our musculoskeletal system. That's where strength training comes in. We got to be training our neural muscular system. That's coordination and movement patterns. We have to be training our cognitive health. Um, and then on the bottom or the foundation of that, we would say you got to be training your balance systems, your mobility systems, and your cardiovascular, right? So there's kind of six domains. So sometimes people say, well, I'm a walker or a runner. I just want to do cardio. We say, well, you know what? That's not going to help you get up from the floor, climb stairs, pick up your grandkids. You got to be doing strength training too, right? And we also have to do all the, the brain training and the neuromuscular and people lose coordinated movement patterns, right? Like their ankle doesn't communicate with their hip like it used to. And so so we say we have to try to sprinkle in a mix of all six domains. That makes good can, sense. Can you think of a client that you've worked with that um, 
has really blown you away as far as the tools that you've given them like they've come in in this one condition and then you've worked with them and they've just blown it out and you just get inspired right back by the inspiration you've given them yeah i mean there's so many different stories but you know one of my one of my favorites is probably joanne right she came to us in her early 80s 80 or 81 and she was unfit right she's that classic very unfit deconditioned client was not an exerciser. In fact, her generation, women didn't sweat, right? That was pre-Title IX. Probably she never played sports as a girl, unfortunately. And so here she is, someone totally new to exercise, right? And she didn't come to us because she wanted exercise. She came to us because she wanted to go to the Galapagos Islands. And, and she wanted to go to the Galapagos Islands before she couldn't go to the Galapagos Islands, right? And so she had a very low fitness level. And as a kicker, she had Parkinson's for a bonus, right? So it was like extra challenge. She could barely walk a block, right? And I said, well, what do you have to do to go to the Galapagos Islands? Let's just break it down, right? She said, well, they tell me I have to be able to walk a mile on uneven to moderately rugged terrain, right? It's not all paved, right? And they tell me I have to be able to climb in and out of those rubber zodiac boats, right? So if you oh. picture like a big rubberized inner tube, you have to climb over. You know, I said, okay, I think we can train you for that, right? Are you willing to give us six or seven months, put the hard work in? She did, and she went. Wow. And here's the kicker that's all she was training for, right? She never said, I want to get stronger or fitter or anything like that. She's like, I just want to go to the Galapagos Islands. And she trained with us for seven years, yeah, right? Wow. She trained with us, trained with us till the age of 87. Um, so that's an inspiring story to me of it's really never too late to start if you have a goal, right? If there's something you want to do, maybe a new challenge, a new adventure, dance at your grandkids wedding, whatever it is, um, we can make it happen. So she was a really inspiring one. Um, we have many, many more. Mm. Well, and I love that I, I've heard you say before that age is just a number and it, it really is. Oh, absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Right. I mean, you can be old at 47. Right. Yeah. And then so some people hear me say, well, we specialize in training older adults. Right. And, and then they get insulted because they're 62. I'm like, well, I didn't say you were old. Right. Um, <laughs> but, but we train some people in their 40s who are old. Right. Just like we train uh, Gunther, who was just in our facility yesterday, who's 88 years old. Right. You know, I asked him before his workout, hey, how are you doing? He's like, I don't know. Let's see how this goes. Right. You know, <laughs> he hadn't even started working out yet. So, um, so yeah, old, old really is a state of mind, right? I mean, you can be young at 85 years old. You can feel old at 50. Right. So, so you know, we, talk, we talk a lot about, um, about aging enthusiastically and how it really comes down to a lifestyle and a mindset. And you can't change your lifestyle until you have the right mindset. And you can't get the right mindset until you get out of your box. If you stay in your box and you're comfortable there, but miserable outside of it because it scares you, and then all of a sudden you do something outside of your box, your whole mindset changes, and then your lifestyle. So this really fits in with exactly what we're trying to uh, get across to people is, you know, you are capable of absolutely anything. I, you know, I also am a trainer and I have people that have come to me and said, do you think I can run a, mar run a marathon? And I said, well, let me ask you one question do you want to run a marathon? And they go, yeah. And I said, then you can, but you have to want to. And then we, like you just said, break it down. So it's that also, I think what you provide people is the confidence. It seems that you have a, a, an incredible knowledge of 
breaking down the movement, obviously, and being able to modify it to a point where they're not afraid that you're going to make them do something that a 20-year-old might make them do. Or, right. uh, you know, a trainer that's not as aware of their limitations, temporary limitations, all the, you know. Um, and so the confidence you instill in them, I think, helps them to set their mind to the point where they can accomplish what they have come in to see you about. Yeah, I mean, there's there's what we call a risk reward to every activity we do, right? And this is true for 20 year olds, just as it's true for 80 year olds, right? Uh, if I have a 20 year old who wants to train for a certain thing, I'm not going to ask them to do a certain activity or exercise movement that puts them at great risk for injury if it doesn't have a specific purpose or reward right. to it, right? Just right. like an 80 year old that comes to me, like the gal who wanted to go to the Galapagos Islands. She never said she wanted a downhill ski. So I didn't need to do, I didn't need to do any jumping or ballistic or high impact activities, right? She's like, I need to be able to walk a mile. I'm like, okay, well, let's train you to do that, right? And so, so a lot of it is just being smarter and saying, yeah, an 80 year old certainly has different physiology than a 20 year old, but it doesn't mean they don't want to do high functioning things. It doesn't mean they don't want to go on adventures. And so how do we train them to do that? And so I do believe it's as simple as, getting people to start saying yes, right? And, and a lot of times as we get older, we start saying no to stuff. Like, no, I can't do that. No, I can't do that. I heard it recently from a family member who was like, well, why didn't I play kickball with the grandkids? Why didn't I say yes to that? I could have done that, right? Yeah. So say yes to more things, just jump in, right? Um, instead of saying, oh, well, I don't know if I can do that, right? If that's your mindset, then you're right, you can't. Right? right. You're going to be on the sideline for so many things. Start saying yes, whatever it is, right? Take a painting class, take a dancing class, try a martial art, try Tai Chi, go for a walk, go for a hike. Somebody says, hey, do you want to go do something? Instead of your default being, I don't know, say yes, try it, do something new, right? Be more active, jump into more opportunities. Dan, that is exactly, exactly our um, mission is to get yeah. that word out. And as a matter of fact, Gretchen and I are horrible singers, horrible. <laughs> and uh, one of my clients is a voice teacher and we're going to go on film, on a video and be assessed to see if we can get out of that box. God <laughs> knows you might see us somewhere. Anyway, it's the same, it's that, that whole mindset. And you must really get that across to all of your clients. Um, do you ever train a trainer that doesn't quite get that? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, there, the, and, and that's one of the things I tell trainers is you have ageist beliefs inside of you. You have to keep smashing and facing and noticing every day, right? Uh, I'll give you an example for me. I trained Gunther for several years. I just mentioned him yet. He was in yesterday. He's 88 years old, right? I'm training him at 82 to do anything, right? I mean, we're doing bear crawls on the floor, push-ups on the floor, plank up-downs on the floor, you name it, he can do it up and down on the floor, obstacle courses, stuff that you might go, wait a minute, he's 83 years old. He comes in one day and he's like, I was up on my roof and I was like, what are you doing up on your roof? Should you be up on your roof? That's not safe for an 83-year-old. And then I had to slap myself like, what? Why did I just say that, right? Like how ageist of that? Now, sure, Maybe for any age, it's not safe to be up on your roof, right? But I had trained him to be physically able to do it. He likes to get up there, clean his own gutters out. He has a single story home, so it actually was safe for him to be up on his roof, right? And so a lot of trainers, they have the yeah, but mentality. Yeah, but Gretchen's this age, so I don't know if I can do that with her. 
yeah, but Joanne's 80, so maybe she can't go to the Galapagos Islands, right? And so we put limitations on what our clients can or can't do because we say, oh, well, they're 85, so therefore, nonsense. It, again, it's not the age number, it's the functional ability. It's can Gretchen do this, right? Can Annie do this, right? Sometimes we have to reframe their goals, right? Sometimes their goals might not be appropriate for what they want to do. Um, but when we have clients, I mean, I had a 71 year old who said, I want to keep downhill skiing with my grandkids. I have a ski in ski out condo, but I have to have a hip replacement. I said, no problem. Hip replacement is not a contraindication for downhill skiing. You can keep downhill skiing for as long as you want, but we're going to have to train you for it. Right? Yeah. So what happened? I lost him as a client, right? He moves to Colorado permanently <laughs> and is enjoying all sorts of outdoor activities year round, right? Summer and winter. Uh, I can't blame them because I live in Indiana. So, um, so <laughs> yeah, we absolutely as trainers have to embrace the opportunity that comes with age, right? Instead of the negative, right? A lot of times we're like, oh, they're this age, so therefore, I'm like, no, they still have tons of opportunities, so many things that they can do. Right, and I, I'm so excited about this mission because right now I'm out in Los Angeles and it's difficult to find, to work, to take a class even, that gets it. So, you know, they, it's just, it's really tough. And when they're a trainer gets it, it's life changing for me. Uh, and so it's been really a challenge to find some good functional aging instructors out here. So you need to get out here. and <laughs> We're trying, we, we've got a lot of functional aging specialists all uh, up and down California, but that's a big state. And, and there's still a tremendous amount of what I would call senior fitness going on. Um, that is not function-based, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, wait a minute, everybody walked in just totally normal and now we sit them down, right? And I'm like, yeah. unless we're training them to sit really well, what is the purpose of this, right? Like, I'm like, like it's like Gretchen, Annie, you having trouble falling out of your chair? Like, why are we yeah. training you to sit, right? We all sit too much, right? We all know that. So why are we doing that? So, so of course, one of our huge pillars is we got to train people on their feet. We got to train people standing. We got to get people upright, right? I mean, that's how we function, right? right? And when's the last time you said, man, they're aging really well. They sit like a champ, right? I mean, it's <laughs> like, no. Like we say, oh my goodness, do you see how well they move, you know, for yeah. a 90? Right. We see a 90 year old dance across the dance floor, right? We're like, wow, they move really well. Nobody yeah. says that if somebody's sitting hunched over in a chair, like, whoa, they sit really well for a 90 year old, right? So we have to continue to break the stereotype of chair-based activities. And we see this in retirement communities and nursing homes and lots of facilities where they're afraid they're gonna hurt people, right? Yeah, they're liability. Um, <laughs> they should be more afraid that they're not doing any good for people, right? I mean, like we're not reducing people's fall risk, we're not improving their balance, we're not improving their right. functional lower body strength by sitting them down. Right, right. You know, that goes with the, Gretchen and I were talking one day and. I was telling somebody that I was going to go home and cut the lawn. And it's, when I cut my lawn, it's two miles. I have an acre. And I love doing it. It's one of my favorite things to do. I'm going to do it right when I get off of here. And, um, but one of my clients said, well, God, why don't you get a push? I, I sit down mower. And I was like, why? I can walk. Like, right. so many people are trying to find an easier way. Or we're, we're provided tools that make life easier, which in the long run makes things miserable for us. Yep. Yeah. So oh yeah. Like what your thing is. It's fabulous. Well, how many people make the mistake of thinking, oh, I need to downsize from my two-story home right. to a ranch, right? Now maybe you need to downsize. That's another issue. But do you need to go from a two-story home to a single-story home, right? Yeah. And right. how often do we see people within a year 
like climbing stairs is a physical task that's overwhelming to them, right? It's like, well, you remove stairs from your life, right? In fact, for some people, the only physical activity you were getting was going up and down stairs four or five times a day. You remove that from your life. Now the most demanding thing you do is going from the bedroom to the kitchen, right? So yeah, your physical ability declines really quickly. And so I always tell people, don't move to a single story home for that reason. And if you do do that, make sure you add back some physical activity because you've lost a lot of stair climbing, right? For a lot I of people, never even thought of that. a I lot really of people have removed five to 10 floors of climbing <clears throat> stairs daily from their activities of daily living by downsizing to a ranch, right? And that's yeah. significant. Never even thought about that. I mean, that is part of its functional living, you know? It is, yeah, it is. Wow, incredible. This has been great, Dan. I really appreciate you talking to us. Really enlightening. We have to figure out how to get the word out in, about living a yeah, healthy, yeah, absolutely. healthy life. Well, I mean, who doesn't want to talk to the donuts and pies fitness people, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> But my, my, joke, my joke is if I had gone into donuts and beer, I would be far more successful, right? Everybody wants donuts and beer. Who wants fit? Yeah, we're misleading them, and then we're going to hit them with the aging enthusiastic. Right, I get it. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. So I talk about, in every workshop, I always talk about healthy donuts, and usually the people in the workshops are like, what are you talking about? I said, you got to go check out Dodd Fitness. Yeah. That's, an, that's an issue for a lot of our clients is they can't yeah. get down on the floor comfortably, right? They can't get their right. hands on the floor or their knees on the floor. And so you guys have great tools for that. Yeah. Oh, thanks. But, you know, so we have one more question for you and then we'll let you go. So what is your advice for aging enthusiastically? Oh, wow. Well, that's probably a lot longer than I can answer in two minutes. But I, I guess what I tend to tell people is... Um, you don't really know what's in your future, right? And so you should be prepared for something amazing. I think a lot of times we don't realize my most amazing accomplishment might still be 20, 30 years down the road, right? It's really hard sometimes to think that way, but like I love the life story of Nelson Mandela. I mean, here's someone basically had his entire adult life robbed from him, right? He's in prison for 27 years, not a nice prison condition, gets out of prison in his 70s, right? I mean, if I was to tell you, I'm going to take your life away till you're 75, right? Um, he becomes president of South Africa at the age of 75, right? And so usually what I tell people is, you need to be thinking about what amazing thing could I be doing five years from now, 10 years from now, 20 years from now. Um, now, it's probably not going to become president of South Africa, right? So you might be thinking, how do I relate to that, right? Well, it might be as amazing as going to another country and serving the poor, right? My grandmother at 80 years old went to Pakistan and taught English as a second language to refugees, right? How random is that, right? But she had the functional ability to do it. She saw a need, uh, she had a heart for it, and she did that for three years um, in her 80s, right? Not your typical grandma, right? So I usually tell people, I have no idea how long you're gonna live, right? You might live to your 60s, you might live to your 90s, um, but you can do amazing things at whatever age it is. And so start training now, be ready, be prepared, because you never know what you might accomplish years from now, right? I think a lot of times we think, oh, I'm too old for that. That's nonsense, right? I mean, just look at John Williams. He's still producing some of the most popular music in the world, right? My kids are like, what on earth are we gonna do when our favorite movie music creator, who's in his late 80s, um, you know, passes on, right? And so 
the reality is we have to think bigger, we have to think longer, we have to realize that there's really no limitation on what we can accomplish in our 70s, 80s, 90s, and even beyond. That's great. That, that is great advice. Yep, it is. Love it. Love it. Great. Well, thanks, Dan. I really appreciate it. And I know I will see you sometime soon. Um, I'll We're going to have an affiliate link so that uh, when we do put this out there, we can link everything together. So anybody that looks at your stuff and vice versa, will have, we'll be awesome. All yeah, you'll be all great. Great, great, great. Cool. So thanks so much. Yeah, you're welcome. Love doing this anytime. Okay, we'll Thank see you so again. much, Dan. All right, see you guys. Bye-bye. This episode was brought to you by Gretchen Zellick and Annie Gibbons. If you'd like to find out more, make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Donuts and Pie Fitness and on our YouTube channel, where you can find more interviews like the one you just heard. Both of those links are available in the description. Don't forget to check out our website at DonutsandPieFitness.com. You can find all the links, including website and social media, for Dan Ritchie and the Functional Aging Institute in the description below. 